Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, I tell you this, my friends, AEW has now found its feet with Rampage. They have looked at their 60-minute time frame and thought, well, how can we get the matches in there? How can we get the skits in there? And it just flows like a snake. Snake doesn't really flow. It kind of slithers. But if I said something slithers, well, it doesn't sound very good. Hello, everybody. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. And it is a crazy wrestling Saturday because we've had SmackDown ups and downs on the channel right now. But we also have to do the same for AEW Rampage. So let's take the fop, the finger of power, and give the good bits an up and the other bits are down. We're out to start Rampage this week, and seriously, I am just getting aboard the train now. This is me on the train. They are absolutely brilliant. I love them so, so much, and I've become really annoying in my own life, because sometimes I walk around, I just go, listen, listen, <laughs> like I think I'm Max Caster, and believe you me, I cannot rap. So I'm gonna start pushing for an acclaimed title reign in 2022, and all of this was just great. Like, Max Caster's opening rap was as funny as it always is. Anthony Bowens is just a ball of fire, and they were taking on John Moxley here, who could very well be the most believable person in all of wrestling. Like, the first thing he did is because Max had said bad words about him and his wife, he just ran up and he punched him right in the face. Mox then got Anthony Bowens on the outside and started to beat him up too because he was like, well, you're associated with him and I ain't fond of that guy, so I'm going to kick your ass as well. But when you do go into the matted area, bad things can happen. So Bowens was like, well, what if I grab this guy and I throw his arm into Rita the ring post? And he did, and I did some research here. If somebody hurts your arm, you're not going to be able to fight as well. John responded by booting Anthony right in the chest and I was laughing again because he's just so vicious, but Max Caster then got worried about his friend, so he tripped John Moxley, and this is when Anthony Bowen started working on John's neck. And I went and did more research, and you will not believe this. Like, it's absolutely going to flabbergast you. It is not good not to have a neck. Unless your name is Brock Lesnar. All this was doing, though, was filling up Moxley's rage gauge. So at one point, he just threw Anthony Bowens into Max Caster and then took them both out with a dive. And straight after that, we had multiple most devastating moves in all of sports entertainment, but none of these worked 
So Max Caster just went, here and why don't you use the boom box? Now they did this right in front of the referee, but Aubrey Edwards saw this, but this was all part of the acclaims plan as well. They wanted to get caught like the Joker in the Dark Knight, because they were gonna use the chain instead. Certainly though, that did not work either. John Moxley looked at this like, what are you gonna do with that? I basically see it as a pillow. He hit the paradigm shift. He got the one, two, three. And this is the second week in a row that Moxley has worked with someone, but both guys have come out the other side smelling of roses. And who doesn't want to smell like that? Up. We also saw Brian Danielson in the back who was watching this on TV from a perfectly normal human angle and he just looked into the camera and he smiled like somebody had offered him free pizza for life. I need this match in my life. And that's right, I said need. We cut to Nyla Rose after this who is still so mad at Ruby Soho that she needs to calm down because it's going to affect her blood pressure when we also went to Andrade flub me sideways, this new character is great. Because he found Darby Allen in the back and he was so excited to finally meet this kid. And more importantly, he wanted to speak to his boss because he thinks this is some kind of business arrangement. And when Darby said, look, I'm not owned by Sting, Andrade did not get it at all. And he's like, listen kid, just show me to your boss. Honestly, he is absolutely rocking it. Darby eventually got Sting's baseball bat in order to chase him away. And this is what I need, please, AEW. I need Andrade to find Danhausen and think that this is also Darby Allen because he just sees face paint. I'm enjoying it so much. I'm just going to give Andrade an up. If you do not intend to watch this segment, do. I promise you, you will laugh. And then FTR reminded us why they are one of the best tag teams in the world. But they were taking on Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. And while those two guys absolutely deserve their props, you could just tell this was Catch and Dax controlling everything and being the ring generals. And they do it so effortlessly too. Like I try to get out of bed and I'm on the floor going, oh, I think I tore all my hamstrings. And these guys can go to any ring in any promotion and just have such a damn good match. We did also focus on these rookies though, because Brock Anderson, much like his dad, is like a technical whiz, whereas Lee Johnson was flying around the place like it was effortless so do not get me wrong at all this was not a squash there were plenty of near falls where you went oh my gosh are these new guys gonna win i mean you didn't massively believe it because that would have been dumb but the fact they even gave you an inch you were able to take a mile that is not how you use that phrase point is i was enjoying it the fans also got what they wanted too because tully blanchard was just making a nuisance of himself on the outside so arm was like could you stop this and he walked over to them and he just blammed him right in the face Sandy, this didn't tie in to the good guys winning. FTR eventually smashed Johnson with a spike pile driver and they beat him. But if the idea of this was to get me more excited about a Brock Johnson partnership, well, you just went and did it. So I would say that this did the world of good for all. I mean, it was just solid, solid stuff. Then had a couple of video packages, one for Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez, which was great because it was cutting away where Thunder would go, Mercedes, I hate you. And then we flipped over to Mercedes Martinez was like, oh yeah, well, I hate you as well. And we were also reminded that Serena Deep is brilliant right now when we got to our TBS title match. Like I've already said, Rampage these days just flies. And I tell you too, I like this. I like this a lot. I mean the amount we got done. Because for one, this was over fast as Jade Cargill just absolutely wrecked 
Julia Hart. I mean, she was too big, she was too strong, she was too TBS champion. But on commentary, we were reminded, don't forget Julia Hart has to wear an eye patch these days because Malachi Black ruined her seeing device. So she wasn't really at 100%. You also had my man Griff Garrison at ringside being like, I can't believe it. Why did anybody agree to this? So look at the layers we have to play with. It then finished with the usual combo of the pump kick and the jaded. And once again, the announcers are like, do not forget everybody. Jade is now 26 and 0. And as we've already said, this is how you make a star. Like if you were just tuned into AEW Rampage, you see Jade Cargill, she's got a championship and you hear that she never loses. You're just going to be like, well, I better follow this person up. And it was then time for our main event. And I'm very much enjoying Jurassic Express having the last match of Rampage to do their thing. And honestly, the amount of fun that they and Private Pie were happening here in our opening promo, it was all about pounding ass. That's right. Private Pie are now calling themselves the ass pounders. The Jurassic Express were all like, man, would you stop talking about pounding our ass? They were well aware of what they were doing. But it made me laugh because I'm eight years old. We're already teasing our next feud as well because the gun club were watching this and they kind of got into it with the Jurassic Express at the start. So Private Pie were like, all right, if you're not going to pay attention to us, we're going to beat you up. And not only did they do that, but they hit the gin and juice on Jungle Boy. And for the smallest of seconds, I was like, oh, they're going to win. <laughs> they're going to be the new champions. Now, Jungly Jim did kick out a two. And we were told, oh, they shouldn't have gone for it this early. They need to work them over. But honestly, if you weren't interested in this for some crazy reason, that is a way to make you go, well, I better watch. Jungle Boy eventually got the tag to Luchasaurus and Private Party sold this like, oh my gosh, it is an actual dinosaur. We don't want to fight with him. But actually, it was all part of their plan because they lured him to the out outside. Matt Hardy got a chair. He thwacked Luchasaurus right in the leg. And this hurt me. It hurt me right down in my tootsie toes. I was like, hasn't this speech he suffered enough? Andrade was watching on because of course he's invested in the Hardy family office so he wants to know what's going down. And then when we cut back to the ring, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy were holding on to the legs of Luchasaurus as he just stopped over to Jungle Boy to make the tag. And I saw a few people online going, oh, that was so silly. Yes, it was, but it was also brilliant. As I've already stated, all four of these guys were like, shall we just have fun? And I'm pleased they did. There was then this bonkers spot where it looked like Private Party was going to give Jungle Boy a Hurricane Runner from the top rope, but somehow he reversed that and gave them a destroyer. I mean, it made no sense. And Jurassic Express are so good at coming up with innovative moves. And even though Quen and Cassidy tried to hit the gin and juice again, they failed. Instead, the tag team champions hit their double team finish and they got the win up. And of course, right after this, the gun club got involved. They beat Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus down. I think we are going to have that tag team title match next week. And given everything that's been happening with the gun club, Asses and Danhausen, you've got to imagine that eventually this is going to tie in. So let us definitely keep this going for as long as we can. It was a super duper enjoyable main event and Rampage overall is getting an up. And for people who support all ups and downs shows, which I do appreciate, that's right. Smackdown no downs, Rampage no downs. Sometimes it's okay just to love professional wrestling. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's AEW Rampage. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head on over to whatculture.com. We'll keep you up to date with all wrestling news. Make sure you watch another video because YouTube loves it, and so do we. And we're on social media. We'd love for you to pop by and stop in for a cup of tea, or we can just yell at each other for a while because that's what Twitter's all about. My name is Simon What Culture. As it is Raw Rumble weekend, make sure you enjoy it. It comes but once a year, and I'll see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.